Well, hello there, and welcome to the second inaugural episode of the Zero Chance Podcast. I am Brady Phelps, and I'm joined by Rick Romero. I am Rick Romero. Hi, Rick Romero, RJ's fro. Isn't it weird how, like, every time we record a podcast, there's something, like, random in the background? I know. We... I don't even know how to. First of all, can we rechange? Rechange? I don't even think that's a thing. Can we rename our podcast to the Volcano of Hot Talent Lava Podcast? I, I would love that. Okay, zero chance is now out. Zero chance. I'm actually going to change the name of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So you can probably hear a bunch of <laughs> tiny six to nine year old girls screaming in the background, <laughs> and that's because we are at Green Flash Brewing. And um, this is a very family-friendly environment, apparently. We've got a family of 60 sitting next to us at the table. (laughs) It's probably more like eight, but um, they have an army of children. It's probably multiple families gathered together, and they're making tons of noise, so it's going to be fun. And they're drinking Snapple, and they were dipping their fingers in ketchup, and I thought it was blood for a second. Yeah, yeah, it's just a little miney miniature massacre uh, going on in the table next to us. And it's funny, too, is they were totally quiet when we set up here, and now they're screaming like crazy. It was great. Uh, All right. Well, one thing I want to make clear. Do you consider the Zero Chance podcast a Padres podcast? I I don't like that long sigh you just did. I wouldn't consider it. it a Padres podcast. However, we are heavily focused on the Padres, I would say. Right? I think that, I mean I think we're both um, obviously sports fans. We're both Padres fans, and we are in San Diego, and it is the only professional yeah sports team, major sports team. I don't want to offend any of the soccer fans um, that might be out there, but I I don't ever want to classify us as a Padres podcast because I feel like that limits our ability to like when I started Lob Shots. You know, I wanted it to be a sports and a pop culture blog as you take a swig out of your beverage. My delicious green flash beverage. Yes, a delicious beverage. Te- technically, British. it's Alpine, though. Oh, well, there you have it. <laughs> but anyway, so when I started Love Shots, I wanted, you know, I wanted it to be about whatever I wanted to talk about. And and now it's a podcast about whatever I want to talk about. There and I go. feel like it's the same thing, whether it's pop culture, whether it's, you know, I used to make fun of me for posting, you know, pictures of cute little animals on my <laughs> website. And uh, now I'm having a podcast with a cute little animal. I would. So. <laughs> <laughs> I would never make fun of you for that. Because remember, you make fun of me for everything, by the way. Oh, I can we talk about some of the reaction that I got for the Peter Gammon story, by the way? Yeah, let's, you let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. I was told that it was a total normal uh, introduction that I had, and it was a very uh, respectful and professional, and there was nothing to uh, made a, be made a mockery of. Who told you that? Super important people. Who told you that? <laughs> really, <laughs> really important people who apparently don't like you and love me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. Side uh, note, whatever. Who right. cares about Peter Gammons? Um, you know, the Peter Gammons story is one thing, but when you come up to Green Flash here and you say Brady Phelps lob shots oh, okay. to the bartender. I did not do that. <laughs> <laughs> that is absolutely a fabrication, so stop making up stories. Um, anyway, I think it's fair for us to have maybe a little, uh, little DTR with the listeners of this podcast because... One, I, I think it's important for us to recognize, like, listen, we're just two schmucks, and it's amazing that anybody is listening right now. It is. It really, I mean, like, yes. let's make that clear. I mean, I made it clear in episode one, if you can even hear us over these screaming children, um, I made it clear in episode one that, you know, all the first podcasts suck, 
And, uh, you know, I don't think Randy was that entertained by that. But um, I also will say that all second podcasts probably <laughs> suck, too. <laughs> probably. So, and who knows? Who knows how long it's going to be before we don't suck? Maybe yeah. never. But I do think that, you know, time is valuable, man. My time is, this is why I got so oh. mad at you. I wasn't, that wasn't an intentional lead-in. <laughs> Here's the segue Rick, right yeah. here. At, it's, I th- at first, he was only only an hour late. <laughs> it ended up being closer to an hour and 15 minutes late that Rick was today to record this podcast. But it's cool. It's not a big deal. It's just that I had to text my wife and tell her I can't put my two kids to bed tonight because Ugh, of you. God. But hey, no big deal. I hope you don't feel bad. I was very remorseful. <laughs> let's 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 be honest. I okay. was very remorseful. In your about defense, this. I know that you are like a punctual nut, and yes. so you are overly punctual all the time. And always President's Day threw me off here this week. Yeah, I know it did. So you, I told you, I, in all seriousness, although I didn't like it. Actually, should we go through some of the Twitter responses <laughs> to you being an hour late? We, I, I don't. We really this is what should. happens is like I don't. I have no ability to tell a coherent story when I'm like being recorded because this is how you know rumors get started and people start talking about Jeff Cirillo and um, <laughs> Jeff Cir- nobody wants to talk about Jeff Cirillo. Everybody wants to talk about Jeff Cirillo. He's so, gonna, you know what we're gonna have Cirillo as a guest on this podcast. Oh, that would Absolutely. actually be amazing. I mean, he would do it. The, the what, legend. I mean, what Jeff in the world Cirillo. else is he doing? So <laughs> he would love to be on this podcast. Uh, my buddy Cam uh, f- at Friar Forever responded when I wrote, um, let's see, what did I write? About to record episode two of the Zero Chance pod. Pumped. Only problem is that RJ Stroh is an hour late. An entire hour. He must be punished. But how? He sent a Tom and Jerry spanking gif, which is... <laughs> Kind of weird, you know, spanking, but I'm not opposed to it. A little weird. Um, yeah. Our buddy Sports Brain, fellow uh, champion on the San Diego Sports Trivia uh, competition, which we dominated with uh, Darren Smith, Bernie, dominated. Ben Higgins. Who else was on our team? You, me, Ben, Darren, uh, Bernie Chris, Wilson. Bernie. Uh, Caesar was not, he was a loser. Yeah. No offense, Caesar. We and, uh, we offered him the role to be in our group. Yeah, he but failed. He f- anyway, uh, Sports Brain wrote, uh, make him sing I'm a Little Teapot as punishment. That's what I used to do for meetings. Okay, well, first of all, the fact that you actually did that in a professional <laughs> setting, Chris, <laughs> is troubling. And uh, I'm not going to make Rick do that. Uh, so no it? spanking, no I'm a little teapot. No. There's break one of his bobbleheads by by uh, Tom Hughes. Oh, another loser from that night. Sorry, Tom. T O M uh, on Twitter. Yeah, I uh, I think that's mean spirited. So I'm not gonna yeah, make you break don't a bobblehead. You, don't you dare! <laughs> I know do you that. love your bobbleheads. Um, the noise is increasing <laughs> exponentially <laughs> increasing. in here because now there's a boy and now they're running circles around us like we are a pole. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's see, John Sedgwick, friend. Um, this is probably the most painful. <laughs> make right him here. wear a Padres blue and orange hat for a week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the blue and orange. Actually, I don't think is that bad because it still has the orange at least. Like I feel you, like making you wear like the sand <laughs> uniform w- with the wave, with the the shampoo wave, <laughs> the sand pants and yeah, the sand yeah, sand top. That would be that would be weird. Yeah. Anyway, I don't really know where I was going. I think I was basically saying, I think it's fair to say to our... You our were shaming me is what you were doing. No, no, I'm done shaming you. We're done with that. I, I told you, I forgive you, I love you, and, and we've moved on. Thank I'm you. I'm all about second chances. Um, 
But I, I do think that, uh, you know, we should kind of take a moment to just like talk because our first episode with Randy Jones, which was great. Um, you know, let's get the elephant out of the room. I talked the entire time. <laughs> if it wasn't me talking, it was Randy and I yeah. so muted you. Basically, I was going to tweet out that there's zero chance that I get <laughs> word in on the podcast. <laughs> that's not that. Uh, OK, that's fair. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that's just in my nature. And you knew that going into this. I did. I did. You you knew I'm a talker. I'm a talker. It was uh, three bloggers takeovers together, right? <laughs> yeah. Three bloggers yeah. takeovers. I think together. I got two words in it. <laughs> I was commissioned by the Fox Sports San Diego team to not let there be awkward silences. And so I took that very seriously. And I uh, I didn't let awkward silences. I have a problem with awkward silences. What's so wrong with that? <laughs> We're still here. We're still here. Oh, boy. <laughs> Even the k- kids got quiet. I know. That, that, was, that was really kind of awkward and a little bit eerie. Anyway. This, yes, we'll be talking a lot of Padres in the podcast, but that's yeah. not our sole focus. We want to talk about... It is Padre season, too. Right. Like, and, so. But, you know, today, I mean, obviously the first episode is Randy Jones, so that was a bit of an anomaly because he was on the entire time. Yeah. When we have guests, they're probably not going to be guests throughout the entire episode. Yeah. Um, and, and, and when we talk Padres... We normally aren't going to be talking Padres about the entire episode either, but if there ever was an episode to talk about the Padres the entire time... It is this this episode. It is the hot lava talent pool of prospects in the system to join our very own Eric Hosmer. Our Eric Hosmer. Uh, I cannot. Well, you know what? I'm going to. I would like to hear your thoughts, Rick. I'm trying to practice uh, sharing. So let me hear your thoughts on the signing of Eric Hosmer. (laughs) So here's the thing with Eric Hosmer. I know that there was a lot of negativity on Padres Twitter about signing Eric Hosmer. I was not negative towards him. Um, I thought that the signing was okay. Uh, It wasn't one that I was like, I would be devastated if he didn't sign here. But it's also one that I think him being in San Diego makes this team a better team. And the contract that they signed him to was definitely a pretty smart contract, I think. Front-loaded. It was front-loaded, yep. which is pretty odd when it comes to baseball terms. It is the new norm. I feel like they just set a precedent that is going to send ripples all throughout the land of baseball. <laughs> it's just going to take over baseball. I'm not kidding, man. A.J. Preller is a friggin' savant, and his ability to think so far beyond every clown on Twitter, myself included, um, is, is almost be- – I mean, no, it is. It's not almost beyond. It is beyond comprehension. I mean, his – the way that he thinks is just on a whole nother level than the way the rest of us think. And I know that like the idea of a front-loaded contract is not what sets him apart. That is not a new concept. I'm sure many, many people have said all along the way, what if we could do a front-loaded contract? That would be great. That way we're not bogged down when they're terrible at the end of their careers. But everything else that rolls into it, I, I think Preller is so next level I love what he's doing with his team, the way that he's been building this system, and to add Hosmer into the mix that is, I mean, this is, this is a game, this is, to me, this is, I, I can't, you were probably right there with me, but in 2015, when we did the Kemp, the Shields, mm-hmm. the Kimbrel. Uh, I don't know, Middlebrooks, who else was in the, like, there was this just, every day was like a new, like, oh my god, yeah, oh yeah, jeez, both Uptons, you know, like, this idea, like, oh my gosh, this is really happening, and this signing 
is bigger than every one of those signings. And I know Kemp was, you know, probably a bigger name at the time, um, but Hosmer is the best free agent that was on the market at mm-hmm. the time of this signing. Um, I think there's a great argument to be made, maybe even stated as fact that this is the biggest signing in the history of the San Diego Padres. Mm-hmm. And I absolutely love it. Every single thing that I hear and see about Hosmer, um, I start I start getting emotional. He is so amazing. And I know this is like, listen, if you're a hater on this deal and you're a hater on signing him and, oh, my gosh, I hated seven years. Now it's eight years. I hate you, Preller. I hate you, Fowler. I hate you, Seidler. Whatever. I think you're way out of line here. But that's okay. We can disagree on those things. I'm sure I'd still love you as a person. However, you're going to not like this podcast because <laughs> I am obsessed with Eric Hosmer. And I, I, I'm so happy that he came on board and he chose this team and listening to the presser listening to the way that boris spoke about um with preller you know the progress and process of them um, bringing him on board listening to i mean making the connection to all the guys in the system urias and mckenzie gore and tatis too i can't remember it's tatis boris i don't even remember whoever all these guys in the system are that are also represented by hosmer it's like hey you know like we don't need Preller to sell Hosmer on all this talent because Boras can sell him on it himself. And he's like, I represent these guys the same way they represent you. These guys are legitimate ball players. They are coming into the system. This is like the great reenactment of what happened that sent you to the World Series two years straight, winning one of them yeah. with the Royals. And I think that just it was it was like the stars just aligned and I feel so good about this team. I mean, they're probably still going to be garbage this year, but they're going to be better than what we thought they would be. Yeah. And then next year, I think they start really this year. Maybe they make a couple ways, but next year they start making an impact and all of a sudden, you know, the diamondbacks, why why did I lead with the diamondbacks? Diamondbacks. (laughs) Maybe the Dodgers, the largest payroll in all of baseball. Um, But the Dodgers, the giants, the diamondbacks, the Rockets, like they are going to start realizing, Oh my gosh, the Padres are a legitimate contender. Like, they're not just like this little, you know, stepchild of the NL West anymore. Yeah, the thing is, too, like, like Hosmer's only 28 years old. Like, he's still young. He's got a long ways to go in his career. And, like, when you're surrounding him with, like, <laughs> the kids. <laughs> oh my gosh! I feel like it's like I think there's a child who is seven years old standing one foot behind me, <laughs> singing Whitney Houston over my shoulder. <laughs> hey, how are you? Uh, <laughs> um, that's great. So, like, I mean, you got Hedges as catcher, young guy Hosmer at first base, young guy Azuaje or Spangenberg, whoever you want to put at second base. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Galvez at shortstop with Tatis coming up. Eventually. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a great stop. I mean, he's he's a good player, but he's not in the long term plans. He's not in the long term. He's a stop gap plans, until yeah. Tatis comes up. I mean, you got Headley at third base. Then you're outfield. Headley's uh, absolutely good at third base for at least the next decade. <laughs> of course, of course, <laughs> obviously. Right? I mean, he's had two bobbleheads <laughs> created for him. I wouldn't know bobblehead talk right yeah, there. Bobble there you head. go. Bobble chat. It in there. <laughs> um, but your outfield too of like Myers, Margot, and Renfro, like. Whether Myers or Renfro plays left field or right field, apparently they're both taking reps in both positions right, and right. training to see what works. Um, yeah. I mean, that outfield is good. Like, it's really good. You got, yeah. I mean, you got Franchi too, like back, like as a backup. You got yeah. Jankowski as a backup. Yeah, and I know that our expectations as fans for 
you know, this ball club have been set, you know, fairly low over the years. And um, I, I think the other teams might kind of laugh at you saying that that is a good outfield. But I actually do think, like, it's a legitimate outfield. And I think that, you know, bringing, you know, does Hosmer automatically launch the Padres into contenders in the NL West? Probably not. Does he absolutely make this team better instantaneously? Yes. It's a good and stepping stone. It's I, I, even more than a stepping stone. It's, yeah. it's it's certainly a step in the right direction, I, yeah. but I almost think it's insulting to Hosmer to call him a stepping stone because he is that good. And I think that – and I, I, I – uh, baseball guys, number. I'm not a stats guy. I'm never. I, I think I should lead with that. Everyone be like, Brady Phillips, lob shots, not a stats, not a guy. stats guy. I should. I should lead and with Peter that. Peter Gammons Every- would just look at you with shame at that point. Gammons does not read stats either. <laughs> anyway, so I I do believe that the intangibles. I'm I'm a freaking huge. I'm the intangibles guy. That's what, that's how I lead right there. There it is. Hey, Brady Phelps, lob shots, not a numbers guy. I'm an intangibles <laughs> guy. So love me some good intangibles. And I think that Hosmer is going to elevate the play of everyone. And I said this last week on the podcast with Randy Jones, and I'm actually kind of bummed because I saw not not bummed. That's that's my ego talking. Um, but but I I am actually pretty sad that um, everybody on the national stage is kind of talking about how um, now Hosmer the, what he's going to bring. He's going to elevate the play specifically of Will Myers. Like Will Myers is going to get better because Hosmer is here. And I'm like oh. That's my thing, and it's because I had like an inside source within the Padres, and we were chatting, and he was telling me like we want Hosmer, and one of the reasons we want her is because we think I think I just said one of the reasons we want her, like Hosmer's for sure a dude. Um, But one of the reasons that I'm not judging. (laughs) I don't know what that means. Um, One of the reasons that Padres wanted Hosmer was because I believe that he elevates the play of everybody on the field, specifically Will Myers, and even to the point of them saying, and I'm sure that you know this is going to get destroyed on Twitter for saying it, but many people within the Padres organization, hmm, let me rephrase, at least a person <laughs> in a high-ranking position within the Padres believes that Will Myers has more talent than Eric Hosmer on the field, like more baseball talent on the field he just has not even come close to tapping into that potential and which actually i mean i don't know how much we want to dive into this but ron fowler came out and i i actually i like ron and i like um the way that he's willing to buy into preller's um you know vision for for this team i like the way that he's bought into andy green's uh, vision for the culture of this team and the way he wants to lead them on the field and the way that preller wants to build a team but man i mean like you know over the years i know the kemp thing you know saying you know i don't know whatever he said about matt and how that didn't go over well well he came out and said that that signing hosmer i don't know i don't have the exact quote in front of me but something about signing hosmer was was going to um he's going to slide into that leadership role which is great for will myers because he didn't want to be the clubhouse leader it's just not in his dna does that like how does that what you tell me i don't want to put words in your mouth i although my tone probably said it all but like if someone said to you whether you were a leader or not if someone said to you, he is not a leader, he doesn't want to be a leader, it's not in his DNA, and you last year were called the face of the franchise, how would that make you feel? You know, so as 
somebody who's lived in San Diego his whole life and has heard stories about Ray Kroc, you know? Yep. Like, Ray Kroc was the, like, savior of San Diego Padres mm-hmm. baseball, basically. Yep. Uh, you know, you hear all those stories about him saying about, like, I've never seen such bad baseball playing in my yep. life yep, yep. on the PA. Yeah, which was a big deal. It's kind of like, I kind of feel like he's kind of in that same vein. He's Ray crocking it up he's a little Ray bit. He's Ray crocking it up a little bit. And, like, maybe there is a psychology there behind, like, lighting a fire under the players to, um, you know, get them to perform better. Um, would you like to share Would you like to share with the podcast world what I just texted you? I literally <laughs> just texted you in the middle of a podcast, and we're sitting so two seconds from each other. We're gonna take a little <laughs> break because Brady has the pee. What? I didn't. Say, that's exactly what I said. Yeah. <laughs> Be right back. You know, a lesser man would take this opportunity to point out that the only reason I had to use the restroom is because I had to sit here for an hour drinking beer while I was waiting for you. But I'm not a lesser man, so I, of course, won't bring that up. Ouch. Anyway, talk to me about what you think. I mean, like, I don't know. I just felt like those were kind of aggressive comments for for Fowler to make. I mean, he's been known to make aggressive comments, too, in the past. So, I mean, it's it's nothing new with him, I want to say. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's nothing new, but it's still, I don't know, just kind of felt a little weird. I mean, on one hand, like, I kind of appreciate a guy who actually speaks his mind and tells it as it is. However, at the same time, as a looking at sports as a business, it's probably not the wisest move. Not just, like, not just looking at it as a business, but looking at, like, these are people. like People, too? You know, like, I I don't know. I always, I always try to remove myself from whatever you know like yeah we're here we're having a fun time we're running a podcast we're talking about yeah. sports but like you know we're just we're, we're normal dudes we have wives that we love um i have two kids at home like i can't imagine and, and you know that's what's important to me in life not you know talking sports and not you know that's what what means more to me than anything and so i i, I just can't imagine getting home and let's say I worked in a you know a, a job that had a little bit more in the public you know public eye, and I get home to my wife and you know she's like, "How was your day, honey?" <laughs> I'm like, "Well, <laughs> yeah, I don't know." The boss he kind of said that I just you know don't have it in my DNA to be a leader, and like I know I've never really been maybe much of a leader, but that still kind of hurt you know. Like I feel yeah, and I I don't know, and maybe it's I do feel like I have leadership dna so maybe i just can't relate you know yeah that sounded cocky but anyway <laughs> i just i don't know the whole thing wow just, yeah yeah i know it's always just feed the ego i have leadership dna though. yeah feed the ego thanks that's good <laughs> feed the ego i appreciate it so let's talk about hosmer's number though like we had oh. the original number 35 yeah. when it comes to the padres yeah randy jones on our episode last I mean, week the timing of this thing just couldn't have been uh funnier i mean it would have been obviously great if it had been a little bit different so that we could have uh actually had you know to to get randy like what did he have to say about this yeah but i did kind of love he sent out a tweet that said great to see the padres ownership step up and get hosmer in a padres uniform i'm excited to see the lineup andy green will put together padres just got a lot better 
but he's still not getting number 35 <laughs> <laughs> with a smiley face emoji <laughs> and a baseball. And it's got like, you know, over 100 retreats, around 700 likes. Like it's pretty it's pretty good. It's still not getting number 35. And uh, and and so, you know, Hosmer had a decision obviously to make. Was he going to get, you know, salty about that or was he just going to embrace the fact that like, hey, the Padres legend has that number? I need to choose a new one. So what does he do? The man, I mean, like, I, I don't even, uh, He couldn't have made a better selection. I just, like, <laughs> I almost can't even talk about it, man. I, I, um, I love, this just, it makes me, again, it loves, it makes me love Hosmer so much more. Like this, he, you know, obviously he chose number 30. He did it to honor, he said to honor, um, you know, Ventura, his, his former teammate who died in a car crash, I believe in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. And, you know, but not just to honor his memory and his legacy, but his teammates in Kansas City that he, you know, grew up with coming up through the system with. Yeah. Um, he's been with those guys for 10 years, over 10 years. And and those are his brothers and the moments they shared together. And then going through that morning and that loss together, I can't I, I mean, it's just I, I do get a little I get emotional just thinking about it. And, and, and the fact that he was able to channel that into um, his new number where it honored Ventura, it honored his teammates, it honored the team he played for, the city of Kansas City, which, like, I love that. Like, I really do. I really do love that. And then the, the, the Royals, I don't know if you saw this, they posted a video on Twitter where yeah. it was, you know, I don't know, half a dozen of his former teammates talking about him. And the way that they spoke about him, I, I can't, I can't begin to tell you how much it means more to me to hear because it's it's very difficult to judge someone's character when you're listening to them in a press conference or watching them play baseball on a field like that. Those are hard things to do. There are signs and samples where you can kind of catch a glimpse. But to me, if I want to learn, you know, the character of a person and what type of human being they are, put me in touch with their friends. Who are the people that are around them every day? Yeah. Who are um, you know fully immersed in their lives and 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 how they go about taking care of business, the type of human being that they are, the way that they treat other people, and listening to those guys talk about Hosmer, his former teammates in Kansas City, I mean it was it was so powerful to me. I, one, I loved that the Royals organization, like I don't know what motivation did they have to even tweet that out. The fact that they tweeted that out about this, like it's just this love fest for Hosmer. When he's gone, he's no longer part of the. I mean, and they were in the bidding to try to get him, and they lost him. Yeah. And so I can. The fans are sad about it, I'm sure. But the players, I mean, these guys were like they're. Um, I can't remember if it was Duffy that said it, but um, someone who I know he's close with. But you know, like his sadness for him leaving is just pales in comparison to the joy that he feels for Hosmer signing a monster deal and mm -hmm. going and having an opportunity to make an impact on an entire organization again. I mean, this is the type of player that organizations are, are built around, and it is the type of player who, who really has that, I feel like, that transcendent power to, and I know this sounds crazy overdramatic i recognize that i'm fully willing to own that <laughs> but like i feel like he is a transcendent presence in that locker room and i have always kind of felt that there since andy green has come and, and taken over for the padres i have felt like they have not had that clubhouse leader and obviously i'm not in the clubhouse i'm not immersed in that culture so how much can we speak to it but whatever let's do it anyway that's what we do it's a podcast whatever Andy Green is the leader of that team. 
He is the leader in the clubhouse as a manager, but almost like as a peer as well, it feels like to me. And I almost felt like Andy is so good and such a stud that I, and I mentioned this last week and Randy kind of was like, oh no, but I think he understood, I think he misunderstood my question. Because I said that I almost wonder if the players are intimidated by Andy Green. And I didn't mean are they intimidated by his presence. I meant are they intimidated by his leadership. Like he is so good at, at leading them that I wondered if they were um, hesitant to step into that role of leader because of how good he was. And I feel like Hosmer, he really does have the pedigree to be that guy. And I just, I cannot wait to see it unfold. And I just think that I think he's such a, I don't know, just another solid quality human being, which Andy Green also is that exact guy. And I think Will Myers is that guy. Um, and I would never go so far as to say he doesn't have it his DNA to lead. But I do think that he is probably more comfortable falling into um, a role that is more of a role player, you know, where he doesn't have to be that face of the franchise. And whereas I think Hosmer is going to absolutely flourish in that role. Yeah, it what definitely takes a, a lot of pressure off Will Myers, I feel like. Um, he could kind of just kind of settle into his role now at this point. Um, Hosmer can be – see, that's the thing. Like with like Major League Baseball teams, being a leader, uh, they put a lot of emphasis on that. And to have somebody like Eric Hosmer who like – as you saw with the video from the Royals, yeah, like you could tell that like a lot of people respected him on that team. Absolutely. So that means he can immediately step in here and like he can earn the Padres respect, all, all the players their respect, yeah. and um, like in the meantime, like you know, take off the pressure from Will Myers. Yeah, and he's an All Star, and not like in the sense of like. I mean, I feel like every year it's like, ooh, who's going to get the token Padres all-star yeah. role, you know? Yeah. And there's, you know, of course there's not going to be two. Yeah. You know, of course there is every once which, in a while. But which now, like, there could be, like, legit probably, right. like, three maybe? Absolutely. Like, and I think that the kids that are, I mean, even Marco. Marco is, what, 23 years old? Yeah. And the pressure of these young guys that are coming up as they do make it to the majors, whenever that is, this year or next year, but, like, um, or the year after that even, you know, the, the, the fact that someone is there to be that guy and is able to carry that weight on their shoulders, I just, I think that it is, hey, coming from Mr. Intangibles here, I think it's a huge deal. <laughs> Mr. Intangibles. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, but I do love, getting back to, I guess, the main point we were making, I mean, choosing number 30 to honor Ventura. and It's huge. It's amazing. And the signing's great. It kind of reminds me of the, the Garvey signing, like, in terms of Padres history. Hmm, interesting. I hadn't I hadn't put together that. Tell me more about that. So, I mean, Garvey was a huge free agent signing. Yeah. Hosmer, huge free agent signing for the period. Um, first base, first base. How old were you? Blue and <laughs> How old white. Were you? How old were you? When Garvey signed, like, yeah. what was that, 83 80 or 82? Did he 93. sign? 83. 83. I think. So I was like, Someone will correct us. I was like two years old. <laughs> I was like, come on. <laughs> I think you don't remember this. <laughs> but, That's why I thought it was, I was surprised by the, the analogy. But we do know, I know, you and I are both like baseball history Huge nerds. baseball so history I know. Nerds, so We've yeah. done plenty of research, which is why we were able to go. I, I geeked out over, you know. Randy Jones talking about yeah. you know, Duke Schneider and Johnny Padre. So I'm I, a little disappointed though that RJ didn't take us into his um, where he has all his dungeon? memorabilia. Oh. <laughs> <Not> his dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
where he has all his like memorabilia and like all his like old merch and stuff. I know. I, I wanted to see all that. I feel you know what? I think he like you know kind of like low key i think rj is like you got to earn your way into that room you gotta earn it and yeah. uh maybe podcast number two i mean we earned our way into the living room into right. the kitchen area where there's we had the cy young as the backdrop yeah. you know the so dog know. squeaky toys we, oh my gosh the squeaky <laughs> toys are driving me nuts <laughs> we here we were trying to pride ourselves on good recording quality and we've got little rj and jimmy the dogs <laughs> going wiki 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 <laughs> in the background and i think a couple times marie's wife walked in like you know barking on the phone at somebody <laughs> and i'm like oh gosh she turned around oh sorry uh, it was good good stuff it was amazing it was a fantastic first episode though it was okay so speaking of padre's uh memorabilia Ooh, oh, check yeah. me out with this freaking lead in right here look at that um okay so your boy who um you have been on a former uh, podcast with Padres and Pines podcast with uh, the San Diego Chicken. Oh yeah. Um, he, I okay. This is kind of a long history. He, he, his head just went up for auction and sold. Yeah. Uh, it's a site called Golden Auctions, which I have partaken in a few, uh, you know, auctions over the years with Golden. And so I'm, you know, I get their catalogs. They're these huge, thick. I mean, these things, the quality of these catalogs and magazines. Actually, here's a little pro tip for any of our listeners out there. Golden Auctions, which is G-O-L-D-I-N, golden with an I, not with an E. Golden Auctions. It's confusing. It is confusing. Um, But if you go, it's like gold in your memorabilia collection. Um, but if you go onto their website and you just like look at things that you see are going to go for high dollar value, bid on them right away. And if you get a bunch of bids in on a bunch of different items, now you better have the ability to actually pay for those items if for some <laughs> fluke reason you win. But if you get bid it, bids in, they put you on a list and then you start getting these catalogs, which are like an inch thick. They're all incredibly, incredibly laid out, super thick paper, bright, vibrant colors of all kinds of amazing memorabilia. It's like having a magazine subscription to awesome crap from all sports history like past to present it's amazing so i've done that a few times i actually did win a couple little auctions along the way but i saw this chicken head it's the, <laughs> the head of ted how do you say ted's last name g Gianolis. you don't even know i thought he was your boy ever in my head i always want to say uh ted gallic galifanaficus or Gal- something like zach or G- Gal- Gianolis. ted Gianolis? Gianolis? I, I don't know anyway his head, one of the original heads that he had for his costume. I'm sure he's gone through dozens over the years. I don't know. Yeah. Or two. I don't know. No, more than two. Because one's in the Hall of Fame. He said that. He oh, said he he's had many heads. Because yeah. I remember, so like even when, uh, sorry, when I. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> sorry. That was bad. It's, uh, yeah, yeah, a little weird. Um, so when I had him on Padres and Pints. Yeah. Um, he said he was breaking in a new head at that point. So he, he goes. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's it's, oh, that's, it's weird, really it's weird. Weird, but that's what he said. He said he was breaking a new head. He just okay. got it. Could you just stop saying that? Okay, I, <laughs> that's. I don't. You know, it doesn't really make sense, but it, it still makes me uncomfortable. I so know, right? He was. So anyway, there's one in the Hall of Fame. He said he had given one away to like an equipment guy over the years, and one to some other. But anyway, he had no idea that this head went up for auction. Well, I saw it immediately. The opening bid was two hundred fifty dollars. I saw it when it was at $350. I got so excited. I bid on that thing, 
and I was the winning bidder at like I don't know four hundred fifty or five hundred dollars. I was the winning bidder. Yeah. And I'm like, if I get this chicken head, I'm. I mean, I just <laughs> felt like I was going to be the cock of the walk, and pun intended. And and I I was so pumped about it, and I low key, you know, I just wanted to kind of fly under the radar. I didn't want anyone to know that it was even out there. So I didn't, because normally if I saw something like that, I would tweet about it immediately and be like, oh my gosh, you're not going to believe this. But since I was, you know, I wanted to win it, yeah. I wasn't going to spread the word Keep about it. Keep it on the DL. Well, next thing I know, like Eric Stengel, who's former Late Show writer, big yep. Padres fan, or actually big Chargers fan, also a Padres fan, but more so Chargers. Um, but now he writes for the Harry Connick Jr. Show. So Eric Stengel and then uh, Ryan Cracknell, who works for Beckett, Monthly, mm-hmm. um, the obviously the magazine that we all grew up buying for our baseball cards, and then I in turn ended up naming my son Beckett. Um, but <laughs> that's another story. So, you know, they had a be- they started tweeting it out. I sent them DMs. I'm like, guys, come on, keep this on the DL. Like, I want I want a shot at winning this thing. You know, I think I might have a chance at five hundred dollars. And they're like, oh, I'm so sorry. And they were like being genuine. Like yeah. they really felt bad for tweeting. I was like, it's fine. I wasn't being serious. I'm not really mad at you. I just, but it would have been nice to kind of fly into the radar. Yeah. Well, next thing I know, like a moron, <laughs> I'm like, I think I have a shot at $500. This thing is going up for, you know, two, three grand. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what an idiot. I, that's when I tweeted it out because I'm like, I don't have three grand to be spending on a chicken head. So <laughs> I'm, like, I, <laughs> I'm like, hey, I can't believe I actually thought I had a chance at $500. This is insane. Look where it is now. That sucker just sold for almost ten grand. Ten grand? Yes. Holy it was like crap. nine thousand seven hundred or eight hundred or six. But with fees, I'm sure it probably bumped Dude. it over ten. Can you believe? And and so it turns out Ted Gia not gonna say Ted. Not gonna Ted G. Teddy G. Teddy G. Not gonna say that name again. Um, Teddy G. He went on. Uh, Derek Togerson, NBC, did a story. Which, by the way, Derek, don't think that I don't know that you stole that story from my tweet. I do know <laughs> it, and we'll have words later. Anyway, um, he had a story about it, and Ted had no clue that the chicken head. He didn't know where it came from. He don't know. He doesn't know whose it was, but he does know it was authentic because he slid and got a stain in it that he couldn't get out, and he saw yeah. the stain. He knew it was one of his heads. Um, so weird again <laughs> to say. Uh, I couldn't possibly be more childish. Um, Anyway, he had no idea, but it sold. It went for almost ten grand, and, and I think he was pretty. He was bummed about it. one. I think he, I don't know, maybe he just kind of made this up. But he was like, "Well, I wouldn't want someone to impersonate me." And I'm like, "No one's going to spend ten thousand dollars <laughs> on your head to actually try to put it on, replicate the rest of the, the rest costume, of the costume, and then try to yes. play it off like they're you." Like, come yeah. on, who are you kidding here? But I think he was probably more angry that like he could have taken that and sold it for ten grand. I yeah. mean, like. I don't know what Ted does for a living. I mean, I, I know that the chicken was pretty big in his heyday, but I can't imagine he's in a place where he wouldn't be like, wow, an extra 10 grand would be nice if I sold it on my head. It's like, what yeah. would one of his feet go for? One of his <laughs> stockings. <laughs> stockings. Stockings probably uh, wouldn't go for much. I'm not going to lie. It was kind of funny, like, too, like the pictures that they posted of it were like the the tongue was kind of hanging out he actually said in the interview that he did with nbc where he said like i don't know what's going on with that <laughs> tongue it was no he's like it was never hanging out like that for me like it's so like because it did like like straight on it looked kind of funny and then to the side it yeah. looked like it was a dead chicken yeah <laughs> yeah why did the chicken cross the road to die to die yeah pretty weird r.i.p chicken um, uh anything yeah. else what do we got here so um hey how about we talk about the Padres radio situation? I don't know. Are we? I mean, are we allowed to talk about that? This is. I know we have some insider information here, 
that I feel like, I mean, I don't care. I don't know. If you- so, I mean, here's the thing. Like, here's my take with the whole Padres radio si- situation. They released the press release the other day uh, saying that they're going to be moving to 97.3. Yep. Yeah. So and then, like, we knew that. We knew that um, for the most part. We are connected enough to have already known that and been sitting on that information. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Because, like, who cares? It's not Actually, my thing was I didn't know if they were going to stick with 949 and then have 949, like, the alternative station, move to 97.3 or... Oh, Okay. Yeah, well, you were, were you, you were thinking on, on layers. You, I was you thinking were, on layers. You were definitely. onion thinking. I I don't work that way. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. I, that's way too much for me. I knew <laughs> they were going to. I knew that the Padres were going to ninety seven three. Yeah. Okay. So there's that. Yeah. Um, we know that it's going to be a sports station. Hint, or actually, guy talk hashtag. Wait, not hashtag. I was like, you're gonna hashtag quotes. Quotes. Oh, bunny ears quotes. Bunny ear quotes. Yeah. If only, if only we were recording this I know, with the video equipment. Video. Uh, yeah, the bunny ears guy talk. Which guy? You, you say the words guy talk to me. I, it makes me want to punch you in the face, uh, and that's it. Like that's go. terrible. There you go. Is that really what they're calling it? That's what they're calling it. They're calling it guy talk versus guy talk? sports talk. Good grief! I mean, that's like. I, I mean, I guess that's theoretically their way of saying what we said at the intro to this pod of <laughs> like hey we can talk about whatever we want whatever we would normally talk about it doesn't have to whatever be guys want to talk about hey man this is just a zero chance that we don't talk about guy talk on this podcast you know <laughs> it's, uh, this is what we do yo bro this is what we do yeah i don't know i feel like i'm getting into my stupid cilio accent uh, and this, like here's the thing I, I normally i'm i'm i try to be and i actively try to do this because it wasn't always the case on twitter where i was able to try to be more positive than i was negative and uh-huh. i would have my you know uh, jabs and, and spats with other you know social media personalities or media personalities but i'm trying to be you know more uh straightforward and uh more positive because the negativity ain't nobody got time for that so that being said dan Cilio is an idiot <laughs> And I cannot believe that Entercom or 97.3 or whoever is in charge of I, – I, it blows my mind that they thought that this clown was a good hire. And these pictures that he's posting about, uh, oh, they built a studio for big sills. And I, I understand, you know, from at least Woodsy, I think, tweeted out saying like, yeah, I mean, technically, I guess he's right. They did – build a studio for, but they had to build a new studio regardless because they moved yeah because they moved <laughs> the locations so they were moved they locations. were literally already building something and they're like this is your office and he's like they built this for me and i'm like well yeah you were gonna record out of the parking lot you clown <laughs> i mean the guy's a complete buffoon and i'm so like i want to find it in my heart like when people come to grips with who they are and the, the wrongs they've done i it's easy for me to find a place um to forgive them for yeah. for the things that they've done the right and not that I'm like you know this great oh it's up to you to you know forgive people Brady it's not I understand that I recognize that however I I do it, it it's hard for me to get behind people who have no remorse for the BS that they have done in the in the I mean he he just seems like he's he's a I mean I've said this about Hacksaw before too but he's like a caricature of himself and he mm-hmm. is such an meathead buffoon like total embracing this Miami Hurricanes whatever posse that he was part of and it 
it drives me insane, and I cannot believe that they were not able to see through what he really is. Yeah. I mean, the reason people listen to him is because he had a good signal on 1090. Yeah. It's not because he had a good show. His show's terrible. Judson and Nick's show is six billion times better than anything freaking Cilio has ever said or done on the radio. And I cannot believe these guys hired this clown. And I can't wait for them to realize, oh, my gosh, what have we done? Yeah. It, here's another thing, too. Like, so... 97.3 is an even weaker signal than 949. It's just so crazy because 1090 was 1090 so was strong. strong. And I know, like, I've heard the, oh, 1090 was actually losing money covering the Padres. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know all the ins and outs in that. I'm not pretending to be any kind of radio media expert and signal expert. Like, I don't know all that stuff, so forgive me for my ignorance for those that are listening that are actually in the know. But I just, like, some of these, it's, it's hard for me to understand like going to a weaker signal from that one, I, I don't, I don't really get it. I, I don't get it either, and especially so like, like they're already in spring training right now. Pitchers and catchers have already reported. Games are starting real soon. Like they're making this, and and, and actually they haven't even announced it yet. Like w w I don't understand how they're rolling this thing out. So tell me about the the non-released information that that uh, you have that you want to. So I mean, I know it's not a big deal, but it is something. It's it's yeah, it's not a big deal, but it's it's a little little something something. Uh, so the station was originally going to be called ninety seven three the game. Okay. Intercom kind of has a uh, like a blueprint. The game is like a common yeah. theme among cities all across America. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So they'll call like sports stations the game or the ticket. Yeah. Um, they'll call their alternative stations alt. Um, so, but however, apparently, they couldn't get um, all the website and social handles for the game okay so they have a new name and apparently that name is 97.3 the machine <laughs> i wish i was joking but the machine the machine 97.3 the machine so what you're saying is that 97.3 the urinal was taken <laughs> I feel like 97.3 The Machine is a name that Dan Cilio came up with. <laughs> he might have. He might have. That's Sponsored <laughs> by the 93 Hurricanes. That's probably. Or whatever, 83, 73, 63. I don't know how old that idiot is. He probably calls himself The Machine. No, man. He's Big Sills to himself. Big, big Sills, The and Machine. Went, I love it. love it when people refer to themselves in the third person. So, yeah. Uh, big Sills is a big fan of The Machine. The Machine. And if you go actually, if you go to their Twitter account and right now, you'll notice that they're... So, uh, if you go to... Uh, a Twitter account on uh, the desktop, you can see the order of which they've followed people. And their very first po follow was the LA Chargers. What? That was their first follow. The new flagship station of, of the, the San Diego of Padres. The Padres. Yeah. Now, okay, you need to clarify this. Was the team already the LA Chargers when they followed them? Yeah, because the station is brand the the whole account. So it wasn't like a, a name change that rolled over into a no. Name. Oh my no. gosh! So their very first follow was the L.A. Chargers, and uh, they don't even follow the Padres yet. 
Oh, I don't, I don't know if they're, they're trying no, to keep no, it. No, no, I think that's a great strategy. I don't the know if they're trying station. to keep it under wraps, maybe. Like, I'm trying to, like, think If you want to keep like, it under wraps, you're going to follow the L.A. charges right I off the bat? You're a bunch of freaking morons. I hate That it. is so childish and idiotic. I can't even, I like, now I'm just, see, this is what you, look what you've done. I you've just, turned me into negative riled. Nancy. I don't want to be. I want to be positive. <laughs> Can we talk about Hosmer again, my new man crush? <laughs> number 30. Number Gosh. 30. I like that story. I, I like love, that story. Love me some Hosmer. Maybe Hosmer. Maybe, the, you know what they should call it? 97.3, the Haas. The Haas. Yeah. The real listen. Haas. Yeah. The real Haas 30. <laughs> I actually, I, I, I hesitate to admit to this, but like. I have done this a handful of times. Whenever I see the potential for a Twitter handle to be taken that I think some troll on Twitter might go on and grab, I will go on and try to grab it first. So that if that person actually wants that handle, I'll just give it to them because I'm trying to be, you know, good guy. So I actually tried to get the real Haas 30 the <laughs> second I found <laughs> out. I, I went and tried to grab the handle so that I could yeah. just, like, send, you know, Haas a note and be like, hey, by the way, Here's here's the password. Here's the the handle. You can have it. And some other joker had done the same thing. So uh, whoever you are out there, I know you're jerks. listening. No, well, maybe not. Maybe they did the same. Maybe, maybe they had the same maybe. intentions as uh-huh. me. Yeah. Let's not jump to conclusions. Maybe it was Hosmer. Maybe. <laughs> well, I would love to think, and maybe I'm maybe the Padres, you know, media <laughs> team is listening. Are like, you idiots? You don't think that we did that first? Like <laughs> we we knew before you knew what his number was going to be. We did that. So maybe yeah. it was them. And if that's the case, then. Good job. You did your job well. So Yeah, well done. But I did try, and I, and I failed. Um, well, hey, I, I think that it's, it's good if we, as a rule, I have no idea where we are on time, which is just terrible. Um, but I, I do think it's a good idea for us to try to stay under an hour. Yeah. Although we haven't actually spoke about that. How's that for planning a podcast? Hey. We've never talked about how long we go. No. Um, so we Too much planning. Yeah. Normally, we will probably have a guest however since the first guest was a little bit of anomaly in that he was there for the entire show i feel like we were we were trying to counterbalance it this time where it's like hey let's just get to know us a little bit yeah get to know what we're talking about i'm sure the people who are following us have followed you know you on twitter at rj Shrow and your blog me lob shots and the blog um neither of which are really firing although lob shots is serving as kind of our hub now for um you know i've been more into you know, raising money for charity water and through through pancake art lately than I have been sports blogging. But um, can we talk about the um, when we were at the uh, Kept Faith live podcast and uh-oh. that guy that came up to you and he goes, "You're the pancake guy." <laughs> oh yeah, that was, <laughs> that was my favorite moment. Of yeah, the whole I'm night. going literally to a sports <laughs> bloggers thing and guys, hey man, are you the guy that does the pancakes? And I'm like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I am. It's a pleasure to be you. That was funny. I don't know who that was, it, but I don't know. If you knew I made pancake, you're probably listening now, and I, I love you. <laughs> uh, anyway, thank you guys again. And, and I do, I'd say this genuinely. Um, it is kind of crazy to, to us that, you know, anyone would even listen to this. So uh, we're thankful that you guys are listening. Hopefully, you know, we can, you know, start getting better at what we do, start getting better at, you know, finding, you know, guests and topics and, and just being ourselves. And that's really what it comes down to is just being authentic. And yeah, um, that is absolutely what you're going to get here. So if nothing else, if you're a numbers guy, there's probably 15 other Padres blogs, which we are not, uh, that you can go listen to. But if you're an intangibles guy like me, you came to the right place, buddy. The right place. Um, but no, we really do. We appreciate anybody who lasted this long because um, you really have no business being here and neither do we. So anyway, on that note, I'm Brady. 
I'm Rick, and thanks for listening to the Zero Machine. No, what? No, no. Gosh, it's not the machine. No, hot hot lava prospects or hot lava prospects. (laughs) Hot lava prospects. Oh gosh, and this is the Zero Chance Podcast. Signing off. Bye. Episode two.